When Bethlehem Steel shut down in 1998, it had been at the center of Bethlehem life for 150 years. To help the communities it worked through this unsettling loss, Touchstone Theater created an extraordinary arts festival called Steel Festival, the art of an industry, with the powerful original play Steelbound at its core. 20 years later, Touchstone checked back in with the Bethlehem community, asking who we are without the steel and where we're going. What kind of community did we want to build together? The result was the first festival unbound, rich with diverse culture, arts, and lively community conversation. The community and creative response was so powerful, the Touchstone returned with a live-streamed, socially distanced festival unbound in the midst of the 2020 lockdown and happily gathered artists from the U.S. and abroad as they gathered back together again for Festival Unbound 2021. So, now in its fourth year, Festival Unbound continues to change what it means to bring a community together and to innovate new ideas to move us all in the right direction. This is WDIY 88.1 Public Radio in the Lehigh Valley, and you are tuned into Lehigh Valley Art Salon. I remain Kate Scuffle, your host, and this evening I'm talking with Touchstone's Artistic Director J.P. Jordan and Touchstone Education Director Mary Wright about the five-day hyper-local arts-infused community celebration and conversation that is Festival Unbound 2022. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us, Thanks. Kate. It's good to have you back again for another Festival Unbound conversation. It's great to be here. <laughs> Which is part of what the festival's all about, as well as arts and culture, or intertwined with arts and culture, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really struck by, um, if we look at the program over the five days, th- the balance of performance, arts, and those constant conversations. Is there a way that you kind of look at a festival each year and think, what is it we want to talk about this year? Does that shift and change? I think it does shift and change every year because of what emerged from the year before. Mm. And so part of these festivals is that it is a series of ongoing explorations and conversations that we have using art as part of the mechanism to have dialogue, as well as having actual dialogue and kind of exploring issues that are at the heart of what both makes us a great place to live as well as what can be improved so it is an even better place to live. And thinking about even the opening celebration this Wednesday evening, it feels like it's both an invitation to community and conversation and performance all rolled into one again, emblematic of the festival. Can you share a little bit about what we can expect Wednesday evening? With the, It's the 28th, is it not? The festival it opens? is. It is Wednesday evening. And the festival opening itself is at 7 o'clock. Okay. For about an hour ahead of time, at 6 to 7, there's going to be a festival fair along the Greenway, just behind Touchstone in the Barrio stage. And at that fair, there will be some of our community partners and other arts organizations that will be having tables and booths set up with a lot of interactive activities and art making and opportunities to find out more of what's going on in the community. And then at 7, we have our festival opening that begins. And that is going to be a sort of sneak peek at part of what is going to be happening at the festival. There will be some performances from some of the events that are coming up. And as well as some audience interactive work with one of our visiting artists, uh, Mark Valdez. Mm -hmm. And included is a performance by one of our other visiting artists, John Gorka. And so we are very excited about having both of these artists, having John come back uh, to be in residence at the festival um, in concerts at Godfrey Daniels, 
And then, and so basically, oh, and Brockle Choir is singing. And so we have a lot of, a lot of music, a lot of performance, and a lot of just a chance to be together celebrating and looking forward to what's yet to come. I noticed a, another thread that kind of runs throughout the festivals, most of the events. There's a space for conversation, space for eating and sharing together, talking with performers, meeting the artists. So it's a constant thread there. JP, I'm curious, could you just share a little bit about, I know there's two artists in residence with this festival. Again, reasons, choices, I think it's interesting. Mark Valdez has a particular interest in issues like housing and home. And Yeah, I think, we, you know, when we're looking at the, the festival, just in the planning stages, we come in and everybody has different ideas about what we should be bringing in. And so when we're doing that, we're looking at artists that are doing, like, work either in our lane or adjacent to our lane. And so with Mark, they had a big program that they were already doing on, on housing. And it was like, cool, well, do you want to come and play? And, and you know, in the case yeah. of, of, of John Gorka, this is just the hometown vibe, you know, in this homecoming sense of the, you know, how can we be celebra- celebrating our community by those that kind of came here and helped define the place in certain circles, you know. And uh, there's going to be a reunion, apparently, of some other locals. John Gorka's co-band members yes. from his Moravian University days. Yes. yes. Am I right? Yes, you're correct. The Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band right. is reuniting for the first time in probably, I don't know how many years, I don't want to say, <laughs> but uh, they they met first night of freshman year at Moravian okay. at an open mic. And three of them met and decided they were going to form a band the way musicians do. And they named themselves the Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band, and they <laughs> toured around. Uh, another artist that was involved in that was Richard Chindell, and both Richard Chindell and John Gorka uh, have gone on to national recognition in the singer-songwriter world. And so this is, unfortunately, Richard can't be here this time, but he will be the next time. <laughs> but everyone else has gathered together for the first ever reunion of that band. And this will happen at Godfrey's, right? Another community partner, part of our community over here on the south side. Yeah, they're one of our venues, yeah, yeah. as is uh, the Ice House right. and Bethlehem Public Library. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Allentown, the Resurrected Life Community Church. That's an interesting project. Can we talk a little about uh, how did that come about? Sure. So for the last couple of years during Unbound, we've had yeah. an event called Homecoming. Um, and so within Homecoming there became a leadership committee. And so for those that aren't familiar with the homecoming offerings, uh, it's built around our local black community. And so local black leaders have formed what we call the homecoming committee. And it's out of out of that where they proposed to us, hey, we are thinking about not doing what we've been doing the last three years for this one. How about we try this out? And they had proposed this project to us that a church had originated up at a church in Brooklyn, New York. And so the idea was to take what they had done and do an adaptation of that more about what was going on in the history of the Lehigh Valley here. And that's the Ma'afa project? Yeah, the Ma'afa, yeah. And it's at the Resurrected Life Church in Allentown? Yes. Allentown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, before we go any further, because it could sound to a listener, we're talking about conversations and music and reunions and Allentown. Where would we go to find out more info? The website's great. It's really helpful for folks, I think. And that website is... Touchstone.org. 
under <laughs> Festival Unbound. Everything, the events are all free. Donations gratefully accepted. Most right? events are okay. free. Most, okay. If you go to the website and click on the Festival Unbound link, uh-huh. that will take you to all the information you need okay. about the entire festival, including what to expect. Each event has its own page, and so you can find out more about them. If there are tickets, there will be a link to buy the tickets there and then. And um, it's the Godfrey Daniels events and the Ma'afa are the only ticketed events that we have. And a lot of the events will take place on the barrier stage if folks haven't been there yet behind Touchstone, which is a great, great space to for a festival, obviously. Some of the musical performances, again, celebrate kind of all the parts of our community coming together. Can we, uh, Bombazo, uh, that's more of a jam session? That's happened before. We've had versions of this before, and it's been very successful, right? Yeah, yeah so alongside the Homecoming Committee, other committees were formed during that first year, and one okay. is our Latinx Leadership Committee, which is active year-round at Touchstone, and not just with Festival Unbound. Okay. Um, and so primarily they'll have one event in during Unbound and another one the last week of April. But they're usually built around around music, which is awesome because who doesn't love music? Um, but the Bombazo in particular was this neat concept where you basically have this anchor band of amazing musicians that are on stage and they'll do a set and they'll get everybody warmed up. And then anybody who wants to jam with them can get up ah. on stage and have a time up there with them. Last year, one of the, the, the standout things for me was uh, we have a local trombone player in town, Bob Peruzzi. Uh, for those mm-hmm. people out there mm-hmm. may know him. And so Bob got up on stage with these guys, and they did Sweet Georgia Brown together, and it was just incredible. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so anybody can get up, and it's just like, hey, somebody wants to sing a song. They ask the band if they know. It's like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> so uh, food, drink. Oh, it's, it's a it is a party. party. It is a party. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, one of the standout moments of that was we had gathered some found object drum things. And at one point in the night, I looked out and there were a bunch of kids that had gathered some of them together and were just they were drumming along in the parking lot. And there was a group of five Lehigh guys who had found some of the rest of them and sat there and played their drums like they were bongos. And they sat there for probably five songs. They had been wandering by, heard the music, Uh stopped in. And it's like, that's what this festival is about. It's about come. If you just happen to wander by, join us Uh because that's what makes community. I think, Mary, you used this word earlier on and it was interaction. And I think that for me, the thing that is most important about Festival Unbound is about interaction. You know, with theater is theater. You sit down, you know what I mean? And it can be the, this kind of thing where it's like, there's the performer, here I am. And if it's really good theater, hopefully, like, you can feel it back and forth. The right. performer's feeding up. But what we're striving for a lot with the Unbound festivities is that the, the way that uh, I think there is something that we believe the way to build community is through interaction. And so we, we don't want to have something, someone up on stage necessarily and somebody in an audience for everything. And so we look for these key moments with the programming of, cool, what is an action? What is the, what is the performative act of building community? How can we come together? And it's like, and if you can get people singing and dancing in the streets together, then this is how you can build community. Right, right, right. It's interesting because I think a lot of the musical performances and the gatherings on the various stage, particularly, we often feel like a street fair. Yeah. You know, like at a neighborhood street festival, and in that kind of really wonderful way, good you can smell the good food, there's music, people are chatting and vibing, people dropping in, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think that there's this idea, like in Europe, we, we don't have it so much here in the States of what I'm saying, but like actual town squares, yeah. right, where people show up and they, 
they hang out and there's food and there's drink and there's some type of like performance kind of happening whether and and this is like where people can go and they can they can communicate with one another and that's you know we're just hoping that like this kind of can serve in that capacity as well. It's interesting because we're, we're coming up on the break soon, but I want to talk about when we come back, not only the community conversations, which are another way of that, but also things like the devotional gathering or the mm-hmm. quiet moment at the ISIS over mm-hmm. the weekend strike me as like a different version of that, a kind of plot when you talk about that town square idea, that coming together. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, devotional gathering. It, it was it was interesting. We weren't really sure what to expect last year. And so Bill George, uh, our co-founder here at Touchdown, had this idea. He's like, I'd like to bring together interfaith leaders as well as non-faith leaders and to, to kind of have this, this moment of introspection and dialogue on stage in front of the audience. And everybody had a chance to speak and stuff. And it, it became, for me, one of the most beautiful moments of Festival mm. Unbound that year. It was year. transcendent. Yeah. Mm. And I was just like, oh, man, like this is really like amazing and touching. And then afterward, all these people were mingling in on the crowd. And you, you know what I mean? And everybody could have this dialogue together around around wow. faith. And it was really quite incredible. That's wonderful. That's for, for our listeners just to know that's, I have to mention, that's Saturday, October 1st, 1 to 2.15. And again on the barrier stage, yeah. outdoors. This year, Bill has handed it off, though, to his oh. amazingly brilliant wife, Bridget George, yeah. who is helming the event. And I see the tree of life is kind of a theme or a thread running through it. And they've uh, commissioned a new piece of art by Bill Christine, one of our local artists who does really great work. And so that will be unveiled. And that will actually be available throughout the year for church organizations or other spiritual organizations that would like to borrow it for a ceremony. Mm -hmm. And so, again, we try to use art, not just in the festival, but throughout the year as a way of creating all of these connections. And so we have art that has been made by the community during the festival in past years that is out on display each year. So we can, over the years, start to see all of the art we've all made together. Mm. And it's colorful and it's vibrant and it's full of hope and it's full of dreams and it's full of the desire to, to find the way to work together to make this a better place. You're listening to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon here on WDIY 88.1. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and I've been speaking with Touchstone Theater Artistic Director J.P. Jordan and Touchstone Education Director Mary Wright about Festival Unbound 2022, happening in two cities over five days, September 28th through October 2nd. And we'll be right back after this short break. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Welcome back to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon here on WDIY 88.1, Lehigh Valley Public Radio. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and tonight we've been talking with Touchstone Theater's Artistic Director J.P. Jordan and Touchstone's Education Director Mary Wright about Festival Unbound 2022, Touchstone's richly diverse, hyper-local, arts-infused community celebration that opens this week. And with that noted, we were just talking about this on the break. Mary, can we talk a little bit about some of the things that aren't as specifically performance arts-based? Sure. Um, you had mentioned just before the break the Sunday morning event, and I think the best way to describe that is that it's sort of the new age version of the devotional. 
It's a chance for people to come to the ice house and to have a time to let themselves get quiet inside. There will be singing bowls and and aromatherapy, and it will be a dark and quiet and contemplative and meditative experience. And part of the goal for this is that in the midst of all of our busy, busy lives, having a chance to quiet ourselves means that we are then better able to hear each other. When we're silent inside, we can hear each other better. And so that's one of the reasons that that this was planned and and put into the festival. That's lovely. That's Sunday morning, and that's 10 o'clock at the Ice Mm -hmm. House. At the Ice House. And folks can get there a little before 10 if they want to get settled in, right? Yeah. If you want to bring your own blanket or yoga mat, do that too. (laughs) And the community conversations, I mean, we use the term, which the festival in a way is a community conversation, but these specific ones, the program, what, what and where and what would people expect of this? Yeah, this was actually uh, born out of something that Christopher Shore, Ensemble member Christopher Shore, and myself experienced over in Sibiu, Romania. And mm. so we had gone over there for a, a festival back in 2011. And every day there was a dialogue um, in this diner about what had happened the night before in, in the during this giant performance festival. And so, and so when we were planning this festival back in the day, you know, in 2018, 2017, when we started talking about it, we had been like, cool, this is something we should steal and <laughs> incorporate into our festival as a dialogue, as a way for people to, to get a deeper understanding of the thematic elements that were happening in, in the programming the day before, as well as be able to kind of ask questions and Again, interaction. Like, uh-huh. how can I how can I dialogue directly with the artists on this? So there's four of these through the festival yeah. without getting into specifics. There, Christopher will moderate or host. Yep, and now, yeah. <laughs> and there's community guests reflecting. There's community the guests and as well as artists from artists. the festival. And so Christopher's done a really great job of connecting artists who are have a focus on a certain area that a community group is also focused on, and then bringing those two people together so that there can be a dialogue between them as well as then anybody can ask them questions. Mm-hmm. And they, and in the past, we always had it over the lunch hour, and we decided to move it around this year so that there's a happy hour version, and there's a morning coffee version, and there's a lunch version, and, and then there's a more casual Christopher mingling with the crowd after the opening as we all hang out and party at the cidery, um, <laughs> just as a way of as JP said, of sort of deepening the conversation. And the Cidery is another one of your venues then in that sense. This is Seven, seven Sisters Cidery? Five Maidens. Five, five Maidens. maidens. Ooh, yeah. where did I get – ooh, that's odd. <laughs> five Maidens Cidery. And two of the conversations will be a touchstone too mm-hmm. at the Cidery. Yep. And uh, I think that it's, um, it's really nice because it's a smaller group of people and so – there's a chance to really have one-on-one interaction with right. these artists, which you don't normally get to have. Right. It's interesting. There's also a walking tour talking about getting to chat and be with people that caught my eye. That sounds fascinating. It's listed as change spotting. Can you explain what that's about? Sure. It's intriguing. <laughs> so um, this is actually an idea that was brought to us okay. by somebody in the community, okay. uh, architect and educator Wes Hyatt. hmm I was talking with him at at a lunch and was talking about the festival, and he said he had this idea. 
And so he explained, he described the idea to me, and I thought it was it was awesome. So he's doing it, which is that he's leading a small group of people. His area of expertise is in how urban change happens over time, and especially the issues of how that affects housing and the way the faces of people's houses change over time can tell us a lot about the community and about mm. what's going on. And so this is a 45-minute walk, starts at the little park, Parham Park, next to Touchstone, and Wes will lead us on this 45-minute walk through the streets of South Bethlehem, pointing out from his expertise some of the urban renewal initiatives that have happened over time, not just here in Bethlehem, but across the country, but here's the Bethlehem version of it, mm-hmm. and then pointing out something that is is kind of unique to Bethlehem, which is the this idea of alley housing, which is one of the ways that at the time of Bethlehem Steel's explosion, when there was a desperate need for more housing, these alley houses got built on the backside of properties. And so that's mm-hmm. when alleyways became streets, and suddenly there were street addresses in the alleyways. And so this is a unique, fairly unique to Bethlehem thing. And so he's going to be talking about that and pointing some of them out and pointing out changes over time in the architecture and what that can tell you about the city. It's interesting, the idea of home in a physical sense seems to be a big part of this year's what's on everyone's mind in a sense. Um, I just quickly mentioned there's also a workshop Saturday morning at the Bethlehem Library focusing on that, that folks can come get creative with music and with movement and with building things around those ideas of home. So yeah, it's interesting. Well, the community and the and the city itself, like they perform yeah. for us. You know what I mean? When we look at the, a city over time, it's, yeah. it's a performance, you know? Mm. Mm. We don't think of it as such. We think performances. Oh, that's an actor. Look at them do their thing. But, you know, the city does perform. Well, and it's interesting. I think most of us that spend any time in Bethlehem, especially Southside Bethlehem these days, can't help but notice that it's changing and shifting. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it turning into? And what's we get to be from. audience members for it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actors in it. Yeah. <laughs> and as well as that, and we had talked a little bit before too about when we're thinking of the music and we're thinking of community. I didn't want to neglect remix or garam masala, two other pieces that will be happening that are more performance-based. But also what you were saying, Chippy, about interactive, particularly garam masala sounds, particularly interactive, and then remix is a mix of spoken word and music performance. Yeah, so, you know, when we started off with Festival Unbound, we knew we wanted to try to touch as many segments of our community as possible. And so we'd been long looking to find a way to deal with our local Indian community. And so last year we had our first event with them, which we called East Meets West. And this year we have a second iteration of that. But so the the first year was you came and you were taught and all audience members, we, we cleared the parking lot of all the tables and the chairs <laughs> and everybody got a chance to learn traditional Indian dance and Bollywood dance in the parking lot led by the local master teachers. This year. It was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, I, there's definitely photos of. You know that I'm embarrassed of, um, <laughs> but uh, but you gotta go for it. You gotta go big. Um, and then this year, there's there's an added music element to it, um, where she's taking Indian musicians and mixing them a west Western musician, not mm. Western, but blues and and rock musicians. And so there will be this music element as well. So I think there's it'll be a little bit of dancing, but also there's going to be this this 
nice hybrid kind of experimental music to listen to as well. And we'll still get to dance too, right? The folks. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, there's good. definitely an audience dancing <laughs> portion of this. I think that idea of of sort of this fusion is also a lot of what remix is. Okay. Camille Hu, who is an awesome performer here in the Lehigh Valley, and who will wow people when they see her. She is putting together a performance piece that it is a piece of theater, but it is it is spoken word. She is one of the top body percussionists around here and dancer and singer. And she's brought in some other dancers with her. And this is and she is Jamaican American. Mm-hmm. And so she is looking at this idea of what happens in the day of a life in a black Latino household. And so she's using all the art forms as a way of sort of expressing what life is like in the house. Mm. And um, but using these great, very cool art forms. And Camille is effervescent. And (laughs) and really, when she's performing, it's hard to take your eyes off of her. Mm. So it feels like, again, the whole five days is going to jam full of energy, conversation, food, dance, talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, um, and then and then some lovely quiet time on Sunday before we get back to more food, dance, and talk. I encourage our listeners to check out the website, touchstone.org, of course. There's plenty of wonderful information. There's wonderful videos. You can find out what you can wear to dance, what you can plan on eating, what you can bring to the ice house. And we only have a few seconds left, but any thoughts about next year yet or is we need to wait till we get through the week and <laughs> find I, out what you yeah, find out this well, week we, have, we haven't discussed <laughs> what what spoilers we're allowed to give okay but but we will definitely be back next year all right i can iteration. tell you there's already a plan in place <laughs> oh really oh okay i was half kidding all right <laughs> festival on bound the annual now well thank you both for being here with us today and thanks thank you, to touchstone Kate. for the community building seriously and and for for letting folks discover the arts in different ways, in ways that are much more accessible and personal for them, perhaps. Yeah, thanks to you and thanks to WDIY. You know, we, we're all part of that community building. It takes us all. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for joining us here on the Arts Salon tonight. You can find past episodes of Lehigh Valley Arts Salon and our other public affairs programming at WDIY.org, on the award-winning WDIY phone app, and on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Kate Scuffle. This is WDIY 88.1 FM, and I look forward to joining you again soon, right here in the Arts Salon.